guys, this is Rob, and welcome to another edition of Give Us This Day, our daily Guinness. I am about to leave my place right now because my car is broken down. I need, I'm, I don't know why, that just seems funny to me. Of course, right now, in the madness of a life transition, that would happen. I'm about to leave my place and take it to a shop in Northeast Minneapolis. Uh, but the randomly, why am I telling you this? Okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to share with you guys a question that gets asked all the time to creative professionals, no matter what industry you're in, some version of this question gets asked to people in interviews or at like a, if they're in speaking engagements and people are doing a Q&A at the end of them, this question gets asked all the time and the problem with it is, I believe it inhibits yourself from a deeper understanding about the creative process no matter what field you're in. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna give you three questions that you should start replacing it with today. So let me begin with this. I love nerding out about the process, so much so that I dive into this level of nerding out about things in most things in my everyday life. (laughs) Here's a good example. Pencils. A few years ago, I committed to carrying a pen with me at all times, but I decided recently over the, I think it was a few months ago, I decided I carry, I swapped it out for a pencil. So in my bag, I got pencil sharpener. It's fine. I heard an anecdote recently, a story about how Stephen King, uh, the amazing author, was giving a talk and at the end in the Q&A section of it, I think this, apparently this happens all the time to him. Someone raised their hand and they asked him, what pencil do you use to write? Because I think he does some of his drafts with pencils. So I started wondering to myself, are there better questions I can ask that will not inhibit me from the creative process? And I'll tell you why it inhibits you from the creative process in a second, but uh, that I can start replacing this one with and still care about the gear, the tools, the equipment of the trade, uh, because I feel like that's still part of it. So here's what I've come up with, three questions that I wanna start asking. Number one, what is it about that piece of gear that made you pick it over the others? Here's the reason this is powerful, is because it's only by asking someone this, it's only by asking ourselves this, that we're able to dive into the why someone makes the decisions they do. I, no matter what field you're in, if you're a writer, if you are a musician, the most important thing you can ask yourself is why did this person make the creative decisions they did? And only then can you ask yourself, if you agree with that, would you have done something differently? Or why is it that you like the decision they made? Question number two we can replace with are, what are the characteristics you're looking for in this piece of gear? Now, I'm, all right, now I'm going to back up for a second. I'm going to talk about this pencil. I'm sitting in front of what I think is the greatest pencil that is available to us right now. It's a Palomino Blackwing 602. It's a legendary pencil. It was, they made it for years, but then they stopped making it suddenly. And from musicians, artists, writers, drawers, all these people that wanted this, that love this pencil, when it went out of production, 
everybody started buying it up to the point that you could find these only on places like eBay for about 20 to 40 bucks even. I've I've heard rumors that some people were paying 40 bucks a pencil uh, for these Pal- Palomino black wings. That's all that's a fun story. That's a great anecdote. I can tell you that and that me telling you that oh they stopped manufacturing them and they were super expensive but now they start making them again so you can get them more affordable and it's great. That in and of itself is enough to make someone that loves pencils say, "Oh my gosh, I got to go out and try this one." But it inhibits you from an understanding of what makes this pencil great. What are the characteristics that I am looking for in a pencil that make it usable for me or make this one so attractive? Only by asking ourselves that can we dive into making our own opinions and asking ourselves, what? wait a second, what are the things I like in something moving forward when you don't have someone around you just to point out? And by the way, when you start forming your opinions, only then do you have any possibility of doing anything that resembles any sort of originality and creativity. So on this thing, the reason I love this pencil is because uh, when writing with it, it has great uh, point retention. Uh, When you use the specific lead that's in this pencil, you can write with it and it has very minimal smudging. (laughs) I'm gonna dive into this if anybody's interested. Uh, When you have a pencil, when it comes to lead, it comes down to a choice of give and take when you're picking out a pencil. Do you want it to be darker on your paper or lighter on your paper? And the reason it's give and take is because the darker the writing is on your paper, the more uh, chances of smudging. But also, in order for it to be darker, that means the graphite le- the, the graphite in the middle of the pencil. I have been saying lead. I think the graphite in the pencil, it's actually softer. So you lose point retention. So if you have one, if you go full on the side of having a really dark uh, letters on a page with a pencil, uh, you're going to have to sharpen it more typically because uh, that means the graphite's softer and it loses its point faster. So the harder the graphite is, the, uh, the more point retention it has and the finer of lines it has on the page, but also the lighter and sometimes the more pressure you have to give to it. So in my opinion, I love this uh, 602 because because you don't have to put a lot of pressure, but you can still write and be smooth. It's darkness without being smudgy. It has the perfect amount of hardness. So those are some of the reasons I've dove into this. So by realizing the characteristics that go into something and the options that you have, you can make a decision for yourself. And that brings me to my third question. What is it about your style or process that makes you need the characteristics you're looking for in this? Uh, let me put this in back. Let me go back in the music and gear. If you get stuck on question number two, what characteristics are you looking for? And you don't ask yourself, if you don't ask someone or yourself, why are you looking for these characteristics? You miss out on the opportunity to understand that this person's process or playing style could be completely different than yours. I personally write really small. I like a really, because of that, I like a really fine point on a pencil and I want point retention. So that's really, uh, that's really important to me. So someone else that doesn't write small and they're writing bigger, maybe point retention isn't as big of a deal and they want the darker letters. Uh, they want the darker markings on a page. So what's right for me could not be maybe could be completely wrong for you. By the way, I'm not even getting into this, but maybe you don't even need a pencil. Maybe with your writing style and what you're doing, you need a pen, which is completely different, and so throws out all my opinions about pencils right now completely out the freaking window. So, all that to say, 
when you get stuck on the which one when it comes to gear or the what are you using, the following people on Instagram of like seeing the newest and latest gear, when you get stuck on that, you inhibit yourself from a deeper understanding of the process. And it reminds me, this all this reminds me of a quote from my buddy Dan Smith. I interviewed Dan, who is a producer engineer in question number 34 of the podcast. And he said that gear is the lie of thinking that you can buy talent. So at the end of all this, man, I love that. I may even say it again. Gear is the lie of thinking that you can buy talent. In all our search for the tools of the trade, let's not lie to ourselves and think that, oh man, if I can if I can figure out the pencil that Stephen King used, if we can figure out the exact guitar that The Edge used, uh, Justin Meldell Johnson played through this incredible fuzz on a Beck album. Uh, let's not forget that just because I buy that gear, I buy that bass, I buy that fuzz does not mean that I can buy the talent and the wisdom and the experience that these people have. But at the same time, it's fun. I love diving into this stuff. So let me end with this. Wherever you are in the world right now, wherever you are in your journey, may we find better questions to try and get past the what it is someone's doing, what it is the gear that someone's using, to find out who they are, what it is about their process, and why it is that they have chosen to make the decisions that they've made. All right. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow.